Listen, as soon as you see me, you already know the vibes are automatic. Just vibes with Jasmine Xavier. to Just Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Xavier, and this is episode four. If you are not already, please be sure to follow the podcast Instagram page at Just Vibes PDCST, and also be sure to shoot me an email at Just Vibes PDCST at gmail.com. Talk to me because I talk back, okay? New episodes will air the first and the last Thursday of each month. That's with new content, new themes, new talking points, new features, new everything. The first and last Thursday of each month. Expect for that to drop. And of course, we also have merch. You can be sure to check those out on the Instagram page as well as send me a DM or an email if you would like to purchase. Now, we all know that at the start of each episode, I love to have a random question. So episodes for a random question is, What is one part of your everyday routine that you would be better off without? Mm, That's not even a hard one. I would definitely say being off of my phone. No matter what time of day that is, like just being off my phone, period. Um, My whole thing is I love to be present. However, I'm kind of also in that state of I have my own brand and I have content that I have to put out. So unfortunately, I have to have my phone out to to record snips and pieces and things of like that for the purpose of content. However, if I didn't do that, I would not want my phone to be a part of me. I wouldn't want to uh, carry it on me all times like I do now. I think it's just better for me to, to not have my phone. I mean... I love to be present. I love to be in the moment. I love to get the feel of what's going on and not having not having to be tied down to my phone. So that would be one part of my everyday routine that I would be better off without. Um, but I would love to hear from everyone else because I know, of course, everyone has different opinions and, and things like that. So be sure to hit up the Instagram page and let me know your thoughts. Like, what's one part of your day that you would be better off without? Now, jumping straight into news, what's been going on lately. Now, if you haven't been under a rock, then you already know about the whole Keith Lee situation. So Keith Lee is a huge food critic who is known on TikTok. He goes around to different restaurants that he's either invited to or that people have hyped up to review their food and give his honest, most authentic opinion and experience about the food. So needless to say, he's on a a food tour and this past weekend, since it was one music fest in Atlanta, he was in Atlanta giving reviews on a few restaurants. Okay, and let's just say that took its own type of turn um, (laughs) on social media. One of the places that he stopped by or tried to stop by was Old Lady Game by Candy Burris, and he was not able to receive food. Um. He had his family going first to try to, you know, get a table and sit down or do takeout or whatever. And needless to say, they ran into some issues. So they came back and they reported to Keith Lee. So then he then leaves from out of the vehicle to go inside and automatically they were trying to seat him and give him a table. So, of course, he's asking like, well, 
my family was just saying literally two minutes ago, why is it that I'm receiving different, you know, different type of accommodations and yada, yada, yada. Again, y'all check this out because it's all over TikTok, all over the shade room, all over everywhere. And Candy, she's finally provided her her feedback as to what happened. And y'all know Candy, she's never going to give you the <laughs> the straightforth honest truth. It's going to be some fluff around it. Um, so it's just interesting to see his perspective on how he was treated in Atlanta and just the food culture, the restaurant culture in Atlanta. Yeah, it's, it's totally different. Um, than any other place that I've ever visited and me I'm already a picky eater so it's a lot of restaurants that I will not try because I mean of what they serve like lamb chops and and hookahs all the time like everything is a nightclub theme to it like even restaurants you have your grass wall you have your hookahs you have your neon lights you have loud music and you have these watered down drinks and the food isn't that good it, it looks okay but it's not hot it's not fresh it's not anything it just looks appealing um, but you know, to each his own, not knocking anyone who, who loves that. But to me, that's just my opinion. If I go to Atlanta, it's definitely for the atmosphere, for different things that they have going on, but never for restaurants and to eat and stuff like that. So it was just different to see someone of that magnitude step into Atlanta and give a real authentic, um, a description about his experience that's all I'm gonna say I'm gonna keep it cute but again y'all need to just go and check that out and I would love to hear everyone else's opinions about their experiences and Atlanta culture um not only when it comes to food but nightclub as well um different festivals and stuff like that so it, it would just be neat to hear from you all about that and last but not least Joey uh James hopefully I'm pronouncing her name right um, it was a TikTok that I came across and she was just saying about her being lonely and her wanting to be someone's girlfriend, someone's wife and how she was tired and stuff like that. And all I could say is same girl, same, like y'all know my journey to in singlehood has been crazy to say the least. Um, but I take the good with the bad and I'm coming up on three years of being single. And I, I love that for me. I've been having the opportunity to enjoy my time, um, identifying what it is that I love about myself, getting to know other people, but also understanding what I will not go for, what I'm not going to put up with, what I'm not going to entertain and what I'm not going to continue to allow in life, period, not only with just intimate relationships with but with platonic relationships as well and you know I have people from all walks of life even mentors and family members saying that you know it's not your time obviously right now to be in anything serious you need to take this time to continue to love and to work on yourself I agree however in the same term not everyone has not everyone who is single needs to work on themselves. And I'm going to say that because I'm going to also say this. Some of us have actually mastered the art of being by ourselves. Some of us have mastered the art of loving ourselves to the fullest. Some of us know what we want. Some of us know what we're not going to put up with. And some of us know also how to give love as well as how to receive love. 
So saying we need to continue to work on ourselves. Well, how much more do we need to work on ourselves in order to be healed in order to have someone come into our life? Because I've seen and witnessed a lot of people who claim that they're so healed and whatnot, but they're in these relationships doing damage to other people. But again, that's not a conversation that most of us want to talk about. But I'm just talking from my experience. I'm just talking about what I know and what I've seen. So I don't think that that's a fair assessment to continue to put out that the people who are single, they need to continue to cultivate self-love because many of us have mastered that. Um, so that's just an aspect that I'm throwing out there. But I say all that to say this, that her TikTok video definitely, you know, did a number for me because that's something that I could relate to. A lot of us single people, we are so tired of hearing the same thing. Like, yeah, we've worked on ourselves. We, we've mastered that, but when is it going to be our turn? When are we going to be able to love and and to receive love and to give love um, to someone else who's willing to give us love and receive love back the same way? Someone to enjoy trips with, someone to talk to on the phone every day with, every night, someone to just experience life with in a healthy way and not in this toxic way. And I think a lot of that also have has to do with um, the state of this current generation, this whole men don't need women, women don't need men. That's a lie. And I will say this from from what I see, that we're the only culture, the black culture is the only culture that I see who has this debate about what dates women should be taken on or what dates women shouldn't be taken on and who deserves love, who doesn't uh, deserve love. And Um, what men are going to put up with and what men shouldn't put up with. And if you're uh, the 1% man, then you are the highest and you deserve this type of woman, such forth. Like we're the only people that have these type of ridiculous conversations. There's so much more in this world that we should be talking about and dating and the standard of it should not be one of those things. Us as a culture, we have a lot of stuff that we internally have to work on in order to even talk about such. A lot of us are damaged people going out here hurting other people. And it's just a, a repetitive cycle, unfortunately. So <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that we have to talk about and we have to get down to the bottom of. But I say all that to say that. I relate so much to this video and there are some nights that, you know, I do cry that I am upset that I am like, why is this me? Um, Like, why am I going through this? Or why do I feel this way? Or what is it that I'm doing? Like so many questions, right? However, I know my God, I know that he's brought me through a lot of stuff and I know that it's so much more that he's going to bring me out of. And I know that this is only seasonal. This isn't something that's going to last years and years and years. And that this too shall see an end. So just standing firm in that and having people who genuinely love me and genu- genuinely want to see me happy, continue to pray for me and continue to help me manifest the best being of myself is what continues to keep me going. And then also not being closed minded to meeting new people despite my past and despite the guys that I've known and that I've talked to I don't ever want to turn out to be them 
I don't ever want to be the person who's hurt me and in turn hurt someone else. So again, just taking a step back, but seeing it from both sides, uh, I think it's definitely something that is helping me along my journey. And so for that, I'm so thankful for. And that, I guess, ties right into the topic. So the topic is definitely positive relationships um, help to elevate you to your next level. This is not only in business, but in intimate platonic relationships as well. So again, I stated this past weekend was One Music Fest. My sister and I went out to Atlanta and we attended both days of One Music Fest. We had the best time, saw so many different beautiful black people as well as white people, people from all different cultures and walks of life, all together in one place, having a great time. And the one thing that connected us all was music. Um, from the dancing to the food to the beautiful weather to the location of the park to again the performances as well as outfits. Um just seeing all that to come together was so beautiful for me. And anytime that I go to festivals, that's one thing that I'm looking at is first and foremost, the people. And secondly, the outfits, because I'm inspired by so much. So that definitely helped me to be inspired and to, you know, to elevate myself um, when I return to my real world. Um, but being there, you know, we were able to network, meet different people. We were able to market and also to, um, just to get to know people personally outside of what they do. I ran into this guy. He's like a, a club promoter, um, a young guy, but he's a club promoter and he, you know, travels and, and whatnot. And I could relate with him so much because I love to travel as well. I love to attend different concerts and uh, festivals and things like that. But I also like to step out from time to time. And so just talking to him briefly um, was interesting. So we exchanged, you know, like Instagram contact information information so just to see what he has going on it's like super dope um again he travels so you see that you see you know his his style you see his jobs his many hats that he wears like all of that is shadowed on his his instagram page and again i think that's so dope because it shows who he is um so again just taking that piece of that information and storing that away and like okay so outside of him being a club promoter, he is this other entity. And I love that about him. Um, I was able to also meet this other girl. She does like hair. Um, she's like an Instagram model. And her following is really low at this time. Because um, that's something else that everyone always talks about is if you want to be influential, if you want to be um, a creator, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, you have to have so many followers. But one thing that she told me was, you have to be authentic. You have to be influential. You have to be standing in your truth at all times. Um, she told me about some of the stuff that she's been presented to do. Um, she's talked about having the season of wanting to do OnlyFans because she heard that that's where the money was. But she had to have a realization with herself that, hey, that's not who I am. That's not what I do. That's not how I market myself. So why would I be associated with OnlyFans? So again, meeting someone who is up and coming, has a good brand to stand on and things like that, but shooting down things that are not for them. And she knows that, again, standing in her truth. And I told her about me wanting to be a content creator and 
what that looked like for me and how I've been going about it and starting this podcast and um, low engagement at this time and this, this and that pretty much shooting her to shooting to her all of my negatives. And she was like, yeah, so <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. OK, so girl, what what's the tea? Like what other insight could you give for me like to help me to not get, you know, worn down or boggled or want to delete everything and start all over, continue to go, continue to keep going is the advice that she gave me, as well as standing in my truth and being authentic. Don't switch up anything because that's not what everyone else is doing. No, standing in my truth and learning to have fun with it, being authentic, showing the people that you are a human being, showing them who you truly are behind this microphone, displaying that out schedule your content, mix and mingle with different people of your walks of life, mix and mingle with people in your age range. Like you have to appeal to the masses. So that again, just really stuck with me. And it was something that I was able to, to put in my bag and continue to carry with me. So that's why I made the statement at the beginning. Like I want to be able to make sure that each and every episode that I put out is better than the previous one. I want to always be better than I was before. Um, and I think that's the the only way that you'll be able to elevate, to be the person who you've been called to be. And in networking, you have to take bits and pieces of what people are telling you and hone that and craft that into your works, your projects, whether that be you wanting to be a social media content creator, whether that be you wanting to be a marketing director or a podcast creator or, or whatever, you have to be able to take constructive criticism. You have to be able to dig into your bag and make all your projects bigger and better than they were before. So I say all that to say that networking is extremely important. It is something that we have to do always. If we want to get ahead, if we want to get to a certain pinnacle in life, we have to get outside of our bag. And again, meeting all those people, having those different types of um, conversations and energy exchanges and things like that really helped me to critique myself as well as this podcast. Again, y'all, this podcast journey has been that a journey I went to doing a podcast with someone to now doing a podcast by myself. And I will say it is very, um, very weird for me because it's literally me and my microphone, me and myself late at night trying to make sure this content, content, I'm sorry, is put out in a certain time frame. make sure that it sounds right, make sure there's no gaps, make sure that I have people to bring onto my show, make sure that I'm marketing that, like I have to take care of all of this by myself. And it is frustrating. There are days that I don't want to record. There are days that I don't want to market. There is days that I don't even want to do any of this because I'm so frustrated. But I know that with anything, it takes time. You have to find your niche. You have to market yourself. And you have to just roll with the punches, especially if this is something that you truly want to do. Ooh, I said a lot, but I said some good stuff too. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But um, for anyone who is listening, who is struggling with wanting to be great, who wants to be 
known for their craft, continue to keep going, especially if that's something that you believe in. Even if everyone else is doing it, continue to do it. Continue to do it because you never know who you may be influencing. And your target audience may not be someone else's target audience. Um, As many of you may know, I also have a luxury picnic business as well. And when I first came up with the idea, um, I was in quarantine and I was looking for different ideas for people to do or to enjoy, although we were in quarantine. And the first thing that came to my mind was going out, doing picnics. And again, this was only in my mind. Like I thought about it, hadn't shared it with anyone. And then eventually I started getting on TikTok and I started getting on Pinterest and I saw picnics like popping up everywhere. Then a few girls in the area that I knew, they were doing picnics as well. So I'm like, Ugh, this wouldn't be right because everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is doing it. So what can, what can my business do to stand out more? And needless to say, here we are three years later, and I'm still marketing picnics. And at this time, I don't have any clientele, if we're going to be honest. So I had to shift my direction just a little bit by giving out free picnics, like marketing that and digging in my bag a little bit farther, creating customized T-shirts or customized mirrors or cell phone cases and stuff like that. But to me, that's still not enough. Like, I still don't have that clientele. I still don't have that business booming like I had this past summer, the summer before. Like, everything is different, right? However, I say all of that to say that despite me not having any clients at this time, I'm still putting my stuff out there because I know I will appeal to someone else. Maybe I need to change up my marketing strategy or something like that, but I won't give up on that because I think that is a neat idea and something that people should take advantage of. Like if people are truly interested in what you have, what you're selling, what you're putting out there, they are going to buy it, period. They are going to buy it and they're going to continue to seek you out because of your professionalism, the way that you market yourself, the way that you interact with them, customer services, everything. So not getting tied down and boggled with the minute parts of it and just standing strong in my truth and knowing that my customers will flow in eventually, you know, Um, even with this podcast, like low engagement is right now because this is an up and coming podcast, you know, so continue to stay focused on it, maybe grow from 15 followers to 100 or, or whatever, you know, but my goal is to continue to put out content that is relatable. My goal is to put out content that no one else is putting out. Say, for instance, everyone wants to talk about relationships and I, and I get it. I get it. That is the number one priority on everyone's brain right now is to be in relationship with someone, to have a connection with someone. I get that. But at the same time, not all of us are able to be in relationships. Not all of us are able to (laughs) to talk so freely about someone who, you know, we're in love with or or whatnot. Some of us are truly battling or not even battling because I think that's the wrong choice of word, but we're truly in a season of singleness. Some of us are okay. Some of us are not okay. So check on your friends who are not okay. Because I mean, that that's the reality of it. Some of us are not okay. And turning that into another dialogue, 
not all of this has to be negative. Not all of it is positive either, you know? So looking at it from two folds, but having a fun conversation about it. And again, all of that hones in into our networking, you know? You may meet the love of your life by doing something that you love to do, whether that be podcasting, whether that be content creating, whether that be traveling or attending different festivals or different events or um, going out of town for the weekend, like you just never know. So continue to have fun with it. Continue to love it. Continue to make it your best work yet and continue to do what you do, but also surround yourself with people with the knowledge and wisdom who love to pour into other people and you can tell when people want to pour into you and you can tell when people don't want to pour into you either but just putting that out there I believe that if I put out good energy I will receive good energy period (laughs) period I mean that's just what it is for me for me but also understanding my net worth yes I have a podcast yes I have a luxury picnic business Yes, I do custom creations. Okay. What is that saying? That's not saying much, you know? But yes, I have a a real job. I have a nine to five. Yes, I have a part-time job. Like, digging in all of these bags to make life work for me. Yes, I have a job that I do from nine to five. And yes, I have a part-time job. Yes, that's my passion. That's my purpose. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. However... My gifts have created another stream of income for me, which is podcasting, which is custom creations, which is also luxury picnic. That's just what it is, too. So being not being afraid to tap into all of those different facets for me has helped me and has opened doors for me and has been able to provide me another playing field for me to promote business and to mingle and network with other people that'll then in turn help me to make what I do on the side even bigger than what it is now. Um, So for that, I'm grateful as well. So everyone, when they think of net worth, they think of it as monetary. I mean, yeah, that, that could be true too. But I look at it as the ability to tap into your talents, your hidden talents as well. And branding that and marketing that to also make a passive income for you as well. But hey, I'm just talking about what I know. (laughs) That's it, just talking about what I know. Um, But those are just little tidbits that I've learned, not only in this past weekend, but I've learned over periods of time that has helped me to get to where I am today. And as you know, the rest of 2023 processes out and 2024 comes in, I'm going to continue to run into different people who have different nuggets and tools that I need in order in order to um, help me to elevate to the next level that I need to be. So hopefully something that I've said today, something that I shared will help you in turn to be the best you that you're able to be. And I'm wishing nothing but peace and plenty of blessings on everyone because we deserve it. We deserve it. We all deserve it. 
So in closing, of course, I've got to leave everyone with a positive message to end episode four. Our positive message is whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality.